1: Welcome to George's Box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's a good day to be a Yankee fan. You heard it for the first time as permanent co-host, Nick Kirby. What's up, buddy? I'm pumped, man. It's exciting to be on the
2: show. We got we got a ton to talk about, obviously, but it's gonna be a fun season, man. I'm excited. When
1: I asked you to be my co-host, which was I feel like it was romantic, too. Yeah, it was exciting. It was it was cool. Because I bought you a shot of Jameson, too. Yep, I remember. So I' did it so when nick came on it was an audition but he didn't know it was an audition only me scott and andrew knew and then we you know just kind of debated it 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 wasn't really much of a debate it was just like when does everyone have time to listen to the show and uh we decided all right we're gonna do it i sat on it for like 10 days like i knew uh but i was like i'm gonna see nick i gotta do this you know in person it was a wide gap it was a wide gap. I was kind of expecting it to maybe
2: be right after, and you were, like, smiling a little bit, and I left, and I wasn't sure that night.
1: Yeah, I just like, I was like, I'm going to see you in person. Like, what, am I going to text you? No, I'm going to see you in person. I'll buy you a shot. It's very Bronx of me. But it was at, like, an all-day drinking event that I do, and I haven't really talked a ton about this. I, I throw this holiday, the Friday, Martin Luther King weekend, where a bunch of my friends from college and, like, now friends of friends – Just come and drink all day. Take the day off work. And you showed up. And you get a t-shirt when you come. And a lot of people show up because I give out t-shirts the day of. I have people who come to my house in just their jacket, no shirt underneath. You showed up at the bar and it was like 34 degrees, just no jacket. Yeah, I don't wear jackets. And I was like, where's your jacket? And your response is, I run hot. I run hot. What do you mean I don't wear jackets?
2: I don't wear jackets. The, the, it's like, not Like, you worth have it. a
1: winter jacket?
2: Yeah, I do. But if, like, if it it's snows. Under 20, under 25, I'll wear one. Dude, you're never, even in the winter, how often are you outside? For the five seconds that I'm outside waiting for an Uber, and then the five seconds that I'm getting out of an Uber and walking into a bar, I can live without the coat. I hate being in a bar, wearing a coat, finding the
1: coat check. It's just an extra step, and I'm not dealing with it. Now, I do want to talk shit on that, but I just remembered I lost my coat that night. <laughs> You did. I did. It's not that I lost it. I hit a point where I was like, first of all, I thought it was like 9 o'clock and it was one thirty in the morning. I honestly looked at the clock and I was like, holy shit, I thought it was like 9.30. It was kind of dark in the bar. And it gets dark at 4.30 or yeah. 5 o'clock at that time. Yeah. So also doing the shot with you broke my one rule of the day. I was like, I'm not going to do any shots while the sun's up.
2: Special occasion, uh, special service I hadn't places.
1: drank in like three months, so I was like trying to, you know, make sure I could last, and I did, and then I just hit a point where I was like, I'm too drunk to look for my jacket. It won't even be a hard thing. There weren't many people in the bar. I'm just I'm too drunk and too tired to look for this. I'm it's gonna an extra let it just step, man. I'm it's just an extra gonna let step. it go. So I guess you were kind of right there. Damn, that really backfired on me. Quick. No, yeah, no no jackets.
2: Even even if it's winter, I mean like I said, under 20, under 15, we get those couple of really cold weekends of the year. But most of the time, you know, I'll just wear, I'm wearing a t-shirt hoodie right now. I'll wear something like this in the winter. I just can't be bothered with that extra step, that extra hassle.
1: I run hot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was the point when you were like, I run hot for a second. I was like, ah, oh, man, he really is a fucking psycho. Maybe this is a mistake.
2: I, a little bit of a psycho for sure. But I mean, we've already, we've already touched on that being psychos here. So,
1: So speaking of psychos. I think A.J. Hinch is a psychopath. You watch, Did you see the interview?
2: I watched the first four minutes, and I just couldn't stare at his fucking <laughs> face anymore. Is it? You're, I, I can't look
1: at his rat face. He is... First of all, for a man who's on TV, knows he's going to be on TV. And I understand his previous job involved a hat. Need a better haircut. Oh he's God. got that, like, Uncle Butch, give me a three all around haircut. Like, a guy named Butch has that hair. He is... An absolute psychopath, because you take that interview, you know the questions they're going to ask, and he just gave no answers. So then just don't take the interview. I He sat there and said, and we don't want to talk about this.
2: No, I'm so sick of talking about this. No No, wants to Astros, talk man. about it. so me. sick of but it. But like,
1: then they just do more shit, and you have to talk and about it. And there's
2: news that drops every week. He also, when he was at the winter meetings, he was sweating profusely. Like, I think he's just uncomfortable on camera.
1: Like, well, it's a weird job to pick. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. be in the public eye. Yeah. But you know, he's he's being asked these questions by my good personal friend Tom Verducci, who I rode Amtrak with. Yes. And um, you know, Verducci's just you know asking him in a nice way. Like he's not grilling him, but he's just like you know, hey. The the obvious questions, almost like the way Verducci asks the questions, is almost like I don't even really need to be here, my guy. You just tell us the things that we need to know. This is your
2: apology tour. This is your redemption yes, tour yes. that you're starting because you want a job next year. We're exactly. here for you.
1: So, you know, he asks about everything that happened, and he just kind of like, I should have been a better leader. I wish in hindsight. And it's like, at the time that this happened, you were a 43-year-old man. You're not a, a high school kid, a college kid, someone in their 20s. Exactly. Who's like, I took this shortcut. You're a 43-year-old man, like a parent. Um, And, you know, he had all this this stuff that, like, I didn't even think about that he said when, like, oh, my, you know, my kids, I had to make sure that I got them out of school as soon as, like, like, he found out. And then he was like, I basically have, like, an hour to get my, before it goes everywhere. So my kids don't get, like, find out on their phones. Which I was like, ah, you know, it kind of, like, humanizes you. And then he just dances
2: around the buzzers. like Oh, he totally didn't answer that. Any, yeah. How hard is it to say, no, we weren't using buzzers in 2019? Exactly.
1: Do you watch uh, stand-up comedy stuff? I that? just
2: watched the new Chappelle one, and I like Jim Gaffigan. Do you like Aziz Ansari? Yes, yes.
0: Okay. I saw him
1: live at Delaware, actually, when, I was, when nice. I was in college. Yeah, yeah, he was good. So it was probably like two or three specials ago. He has a whole thing on um, R. Kelly. Yeah. And he is just like... You know, at one point he sits down and he does an interview and they're like, Robert, do you like having sex with teenage girls? And the answer there is just no. And it's not. Well, that depends by what you mean by teenage, which is what he said. And Certain like, things are cut and dry. That's all it. You yeah. just say no. If you didn't do it, you just say no. If you say anything other than no, that means it happened. I think they got to a point where they were just
2: doing every single thing they could think of. But whether it was buzzers, trash cans, coding cameras, it didn't matter. They were doing everything. There was no limit to it. Maybe when it started in 17, they might have had some limits, but I think they just got to a point where it was even out of control internally.
1: I mean, at a certain point, it's like, hey, it works. Right. Why are we going to stop? Why not do more?
2: And if you're going to break, if the speed limit's 35, you know, if you're already going, if you're going 50, why not just go 75, (laughs) 80, right? Just keep
1: it going. Exactly. You're winning. And so I've been rethinking the whole A.J. Hinch thing. He got a year suspension. Some people want a lifetime ban. I think for what has happened, a lifetime ban actually makes sense. But... I've got an idea. And this is what we're calling our BetOnline.ag take of the week. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook expert. Use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word for 50% welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag take of the week. Here's my take. AJ Hinch has to do not a one-year suspension. But he has to be suspended for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. Seven year suspension. But here's how he has to do it. because at the end of his suspension, at the end of his interview, they said, "Do you think you'll, you know, what do you, what happens? You get another job?" And he goes, "You know, I really hope so. I want to give a lot back to the game. I have oh a lot to God. give to the game, which is just give like, me a break. Yeah. So prove it, AJ Hinch." In order to earn his way back, he doesn't have to sit out seven years. He has to work all seven years. This year, he has to coach a Little League team. Just work his way up. Then he has to coach a Legion Babe Ruth team. High school, college, single A, double A, triple A. Reclimb that corporate ladder. Yes. But like, give a lot back to the game. Now, he can do whatever speaking things. Like, I don't know where he's from. He, you know, he might have, like, a whole Jesus vibe to him or whatever. He's probably going to go to colleges, too, and speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. no, This is going to be a turn it around, you know. um, Like, there's a girl who was on the, the only Barstool Rundown that was ever live. They did one. Emily something, who worked for the Tampa Lightning at the time, went on, like, made, like, Asian racist jokes. Lost her job. And then blamed like Barstool for it, it was like the one time they one time did it live, and now she's just on this redemption tour of like found Jesus and people make mistakes, and that's what Hinch can do. Like he can make money, but I want to see him work his way through the system. Like you got a lot to give back to the game. You live in the Houston area. There's got to be some look. Little- yeah, go, go clean ahead. up a little league field. Yeah, go, go fucking rake the field. Yeah, man. seriously. Like, work
2: your way up. He should have to go to our parade as well and have to be in the in the streets, Canyon Heroes, while we're while we're celebrating in about eight months. Clean
1: it up. He should clean it. He should be on the crew. <laughs> Put him on the work crew. You
2: yeah. Know? No, I agree. And he's and just with how defiant he was. Like Andy Martino tweeted, like, you know, we should have more sympathy for him. There's a human side to him. Like, fuck that. He was such a jerk during that whole playoff run mocking Yankee fans. Players mocking, you know, our
1: whole organization. Like, fuck him. Make him earn it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that, like, that's my hot take on what it should be. I think that makes everyone who thinks one year is not enough happier. I think it makes everyone who, you know, thinks like, ah, you know, he made a mistake. Which I don't know. Maybe people of Houston think that he's given right back to the community. Yeah, it's helping everybody. Everybody wins. Legion Ball, high school, college, single A, double A, triple, a. and he's got to find the jobs. Yeah, yeah, he's apply. got to find Blindly to apply,
2: can't be calling your friend. You no, know. no, no, he yeah. can call
1: his friend, but he's got to find the people who will be like, yeah, I'll be a part of this kind of charade. So that is like that's my hot take on the situation. So there you have it, the BetOnline.ag take of the week. Remember, use promo code BlueWire, all one word, for your fifty percent welcome bonus at betonline.ag because A.J. Hinch is a piece of crap. He really is. And he did also talk in that about – they flat out – they played it. This was – I did – I love this. Verducci has an iPad and goes, I need you to watch this. And it was 2019, talking about whistling. Yes. And saying – and he played – he had to watch himself, and they had him on camera, and he was just like – Smirking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just like, because uh, I forgot in that where he goes, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> Are you, AJ? <laughs> Are you glad we brought it up? So he goes, well, yeah, they were asking about 2019. And that's when I wanted to punch him. Strangle him. Because like, yeah. I've been like, listen, you're you're a jerk, you're an asshole, whatever. Um, but like at that point, and I'm just like, hey, you took your shot. There's a certain part of me that's like, yo, you took your shot and you guys got caught. That's it. A little bit of me respects it. I hate it that we were on the receiving end for it. I hate it for the game of baseball. But, like, as a person, yeah, hey, you took your shot. There's a little bit of respect yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he goes, oh, well, that was, they were asking about 19, you know, 17. Like, dude, you're sitting there. You know your World Series is a sham. And you're treating everyone else like they're an asshole for even asking. Right, right. And that's how, but that's how they all are.
2: It's like, uh, what's his name, Reddick, when, you know, and we'll get into it, how Tanaka said he felt cheated, and he posts that stupid gif of, I don't even know what movie or show it's from, of the girl laughing or crying or whatever. Just shut up, guys. They are so arrogant and so, they, don't, they have no accountability over there, zero. Yeah, so
1: what's up with Tanaka finally spoke out? Because the players are starting to... Little trickle in, yeah, out. they
2: trickle in. This is this is the trickle in week. But yeah, I mean, I, I forget if it was Brandon Cuddy or somebody else just asked him, you know, do you felt, do you felt, did you feel cheated out of a ring in 2017? And Tanaka said, yeah, I did.
1: I love that. I love that, like, you know, maybe they can't all go Trevor Bauer. And, you know, Trevor Bauer, and we'll talk about his latest thing, but, like, he was, you know, openly tweeting, like, these guys cheated. Like, these guys are scum And he's attitude. the most outspoken was... player in the yeah. majors, probably. And not everyone can do that. And I get, I was even looking. I was like, all right, he's made $33 million so far. He's got $17.5 million this year. Like, who get... and it's when because we always think of – I point this out all the time, but we always think of Garrett Cole and, like, those numbers. This guy's about to have $50 million that he's made in, like, a couple years. Sure. That's generational change. of like. So it's like, yeah, fine me. I'll say whatever I want. And I like that attitude. Yeah. Because blackball me, tell me I can't get a job or whatever, like, I've already made $50 million, so, like, who gives a And shit? he knows he's good enough that he will get a job. Yeah, but even if, like, he slumped and someone didn't want to sign him, you know, or he got blackballed, essentially. Yeah, his kids'
2: kids are still going to be got, taken yeah, care Yeah, he's of. got
1: enough money and he's, like, smart enough and nerdy enough that he'll, you know, Find figure something. something else out. Um, But to see, like, you know, to, to hear Tanaka saying, like... I got cheated. Like, I like when they get asked a direct question and they say it back. And if you think
2: about him, I mean, he dominated them game five, right, of that ALCS, seven shutout innings. But, game, you know, he pitched game one in Houston and he lost. And he's probably peeved about that and he knows how on he was. I mean, that postseason, you know, we played the Indians in the DS. He had seven shutout against them. I mean, he was on that postseason. And that was the best he's ever pitched
1: probably as a Yankee. I'm sure he does feel cheated. I mean, we believed in him – in, like, every aspect. Like, by the time it got to the ALCS, it was just like, oh, like... masters going. That's it. Yeah. It was... It felt old school, like Clemens is going. Yes. Pettit's going. It did. El Duque's going. Like, Tanaka was at that level there. And, you know, it's got to be hard for, I think, for us as fans. And I don't know. There was a lot of people who were upset, and I don't know who how many people are just upset to be upset on Twitter but, like, you know, we, I know that I don't play for the New York Yankees. Um, I really want them to win a World Series. I need them to win a World Series. But I can easily say, all right, we got screwed there. We got Because I, I do believe we got screwed there. Absolutely. And, you know, any of the – did you see Marwin Gonzalez? Yeah, today? he finally – yeah, he apologized. He, he apologized. was the first one to actually apologize. To Con- first position player, because yeah. Keichel did. Um, and, but – they always hit the point like when asked about the World Series. They're like, oh, well, I don't know it made a difference. I don't know. You went seven games in the last two rounds, and one team knew what was coming. Dude, come on.
2: Exactly. And especially in our series, the fact that they only won the games. I mean, it's so glaring. They lost all three games at Yankee Stadium. The games at Yankee Stadium, they looked like a bunch of little lost boys that wandered into the wrong neighborhood. And in Houston, they looked like world beaters. I mean, it was just so clear and obvious. I mean, how could, how could you not feel cheated? And, and yeah, they, they, they admit they're finally admitting guilt, but they're saying, well, we don't know if it really impacted the result. Dude, you think?
1: <laughs> I mean, you knew what was coming. Like, one half knew what was coming. The other team did not. Like, there's, you take out the element of knowing what's coming. How do you not? All right, how about no one knows what's coming. One team's wearing blindfolds. You think there's a, an yeah, advantage there? Like MLB Slugfest with the friggin' the, the
2: metal bats and the yeah. beast mode and all the, those power Maybe ups.
1: that could be a penalty for this year. The other team gets to use metal bats. Yeah, that'd be
2: nice. Get them, give them a taste of their own medicine playing at a and disadvantage. An,
1: and a nice little, like, metal bat. Like, you get to use it three at-bats a game.
2: They should have to get rid of that stupid train, too. Because I'm so sick of that whistling <laughs>
1: train. It's um, it's weird, like, the the excitement over the Astros like they've really become like the new Red Sox for us almost because like the Red Sox are fading the Astros are still gonna be in playoffs like we may
2: still play oh, yeah, them yeah, in they're the our biggest competition the other thing is like honestly like i you'll never hear me say that I hate another team more than the Red Sox but like if you look at the players on the Red Sox like Bogart's super hateable I know Mookie's gone now we'll get to that was Mookie Betts really hateable like these Astros guys
1: are super hateable because they won and they were smug about it. And, I mean, we'll see what else, like, comes out of the, um, you know, of the Red Sox investigation. It sounds like they're finally going to name a manager. They opened spring training today without a manager. No manager. That's
2: hysterical.
1: That's insane.
2: And it's hilarious that the people that the Red Sox fans are like, you know, our long-term sustainability is, is, is better now. Like, guys, you just traded, you know, your best player in, in how A
1: generational talent. You trade in an MVP to get rid of half of a shitty contract.
2: And I'm a firm believer. I think Christian Yelich is the second best player in baseball. I, I've been pretty adamant about that. But you can certainly make an argument that Mookie is second. He's definitely top five. Yeah. I mean, everybody kind of – you don't trade a player like that. No matter how much money wants and they make so much money. The Fenway Management Group or whatever they're called, I mean, they are absolutely loaded. It, it was a disgrace. It's
1: weird because, like, they – I think they're one of those – groups like um like the rickets who are just like the Cubs oh, guys it's yeah. like oh that's separate money yeah, like, yeah it's all about like the money we make here and it's like well why don't you guys build stadiums that fit more than 75 yeah, people in up it, there you know um <laughs> and like tanaka i don't know, like seeing tanaka say like i feel like i got cheated and these guys are going to be asked more questions now in the coming days because uh, you know, we're recording this on Tuesday night, but on Wednesday, our pitchers and catchers show up. They're available for the press. I will say one thing: I think in theory, like we all kind of want to be reporters. You of know. course, um, it's what, you know why we do what we do. But I saw um, my girlfriend Meredith Marakovich's <laughs> Instagram because I'm not blocked there. Um, You're still blocked on Twitter, though, right? Very blocked okay. on Twitter. Aggressively blocked yeah, yeah. on Twitter. I feel like I can get it done in spring training. I can get it unblocked. We'll see. I got to talk to Susan. Um, She on our Instagram, I guess she has a place down there. I don't know where she lives. I think she has a place there and a place in New York. I'm sure, yeah. She was driving by the complex, and it was just like Brian Hoke. like All these guys, they're just standing outside on the sidewalk, hoping to get a picture. Of I was going to say, they, they
2: must just wait by the entrance, right? Because they're, they're like, just, here's
1: Glaber's car. Yeah. What a shitty job. Yeah. There's no, you're a grown man wearing a short sleeve button down shirt that you're yeah. sweating. You look Brian like a out. pharmacist. Yeah. To get a picture of another grown man's car. <laughs> Who's 20 years younger than you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> While Meredith is driving by, she's not even going there. She's just making fun of you and then going home and doing her expenses.
2: Yeah. She doesn't have to do that. They do, the no. S network doesn't make Because she
1: can go inside if she wants.
2: Right. Right. No. You're
1: yeah. exactly right.
2: Yeah, and the, the pictures are always so
1: grainy. It's like, there's Gary getting out of his Lamborghini, walking into the training room. Great. Have you realized that now that you're, like, full-time on the show, yeah. you're, like, you've defended Gary to, like, your 200 Twitter followers. Sure. Now you're defending Gary if he fucks up to, like, 5,000 people every week to start. Like, we're going to grow this show. Yeah, yeah, I got to be much more accountable, for and, sure. yeah, and I'm going to hold you accountable. No, I know. <laughs> like, I feel bad, but I'm almost like waiting for Gary to like let a pass ball. Guys. He needs to get off to a hot start. Yeah. I think for everybody's sake. It's going
2: to be a rough one for you, And which could turn into a rough one for me. I could see you murdering me in my own home. But I'm going to be at the, <laughs> I'm going to be at the top of the mountain whenever he wins a World Series MVP.
0: And I'm going to be laughing
2: at everybody. And I'm going to be pulling up receipts. People that still want, you know, because it used to be the Rome. I used to, you know, we call them the Romanites. Now they're going to be Higgyites or I don't even know.
1: Who like, knows? We've got a senior citizen group going on down there in spring training. Yeah. Everyone's 37 All those older. those
2: old catchers. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if the people that hate Gary, if they rally behind Higgy as hard as they rally behind Romine. I've never seen more support for a backup catcher than I did for Romine. I mean,
1: Romine was a really good backup catcher. He
2: was a really good backup, but there he had never had any business being the starter.
1: Oh, I don't, like...
2: And there are people that legitimately think he, he should have been.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of dumb people on the internet. Twitter lets you log in for free. Yeah. And, um, but there are people who are like, oh, he did it for a week. He could do this every day. Exactly. No, you can't. Um, but yeah, as these guys get down there and they start answering questions, it's going to be interesting to see. Who says what? Because I think the Trevor Bowers of the world. I think the um, I saw Urshela got asked. Gio got him. asked, yeah,
2: by Michael K. I think. But yeah. like,
1: I mean, he wasn't on that team. Um, but you know, Tanaka, you're gonna get Judge. You're gonna get well, Stanton. Was what do you on think Judge? What do you think Judge is gonna say when he's asked? Do you think
2: he's gonna go Jeter? Or do you think he's actually gonna Jeter, say Jeter, something? Jeter, yeah, Jeter, yeah, Jeter, yeah. Jeter, but, but he did Jeter. quote tweet. When it came out, he did kind of quote tweet and say, wait, what? Or wait, what? Which is something that Jeter never would have done. Yeah. So it'll be
1: interesting to see, because he's definitely furious. But that's like a new age, like even as you saw with the Hall of Fame stuff, Jeter, as he's been doing like media, he's shown more personality. That's true. You kind of have to, to be competitive now. Right. Whereas like in the late nineties, did didn't matter. no one was listening anyway. Sure. No one was paying attention, you know? So I don't, but I think it's gonna be cheater. You think it's gonna be? We're focused on 2020. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. <laughs> 2017 was a couple years ago. We're One day at runners. a time. We've got, the team. Yeah. We've got Garrett Cole. You know, you know, my man G is back and he's healthy. It's gonna be oh, all man, that. It's gonna be great. It, but like that's all it's gonna be. Um, you know, you know, gonna provide some leadership. He's just gonna he'll talk about everyone but himself, and it's it's what we need. Um, but. There one guy's not showing up, and that's James Paxton.
0: Ugh,
1: God, that
2: killed me when I. I take injuries really hard. You do. I take injuries really hard. Like you're a guy that's like I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear about it until they're back. And I'm the guy that's like feening. Like when is he coming back? Give me a two to four weeks. Like tell me it's going to be okay. You need like an update every day. I do. I do. Week. Like I li- like the other the way people get mad when Boone like kind of over-promises and, and under-delivers with these timelines. I actually enjoy it because it, like, just let me down slowly. Like, don't tell me, like with Stanton, you know, keep telling me two to three weeks and I can, like, sleep at night.
1: But that two to three weeks becomes, like, six weeks, becomes a whole season. Exactly.
2: But, like, if you tell me all at once, like, that, uh, like, the judge getting hit on the wrist a couple of years ago, the
1: oblique, I mean. So, no, those are, like, big injuries. Yeah. But they because there's only one right fielder. There's only one Aaron Judge. There's only one Giancarlo Stanton. You tell me my number three starter is going to miss two to four, you know, two months or whatever it is. Come back in mid May. Come back in maybe June. But doesn't it bother you that it's Valentine's
2: Day and we're already starting with this shit? Like, are they ever going to be fully, well, fully healthy?
1: Ever? I think we've had a lot of. I, I think everyone's looking at it with whatever the opposite of rose-tinted glasses is, because of last year. Oh, I'm scarred. we everybody's scarred. <laughs> like we're emotionally, like someone did something to us. These guys didn't get injured. We were attacked. and But, like, that's not what it is. Like, it was a rough break, and I just look at it like, well, it could be worse. It could be a, you know, he fell down a flight of steps or, you know, the weird – because this is where you hear the weird injuries, where it's like, oh, yeah. some guy, like, fell putting on his socks. But it's not during or, the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then – and those are always, like, this guy's going to miss significant time. You tell me that Paxton's going to be back in mid-May – Fuck it. Let's say late May. Back from Memorial Day. I can live with that. Because he's our number three starter. All that does is we still have Garrett Cole, which is all everyone wanted. That's Garrett true. Cole. That's all I wanted. You get Garrett Cole, you put behind him, Sevi, You move Tanaka up. Now we're moving Tanaka up to be a number which three starter. Which he's still a great three. Yeah, now I'm cool with that. Tanaka could, I'd say 60% of the time, Tanaka's a great number two. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're not trying to trade Hap as much. And that's why they didn't trade him. Clearly this had been like, you
2: know, when you look at the timeline that started in September, that's the reason Hap never got got traded clearly. You're not going to
1: give away depth. I think, you know, everyone's like, how come they're not trading him? How come they're not trading him? The Yankees don't tell us everything. And when, and there were a lot of people like, well, why wasn't this surgery done earlier? And it's because they thought they had a route to do it where he didn't need to have surgery. And, you know, there's no such thing as a minor surgery in general. Especially on the back. Yeah, like you're talking about going into my fucking back. Yeah, spine. No way. No way. You try to put that off. I would think about retiring instead of doing that. I mean, I – obviously, I'm not a major league baseball player. I tore my rotator cuff in college. Well, I'm just done. I've never had (laughs) surgery. I've never had it repaired. Yeah. Because I was afraid of having surgery. I was like, nope, just not doing that. Um. I'm having surgery next week. I'm having my meniscus done. They're like, oh, it's a quick 30 minute thing. We still put you fully to sleep. I still had to go get a full physical and everything to like make sure it's that still intense. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. So I get like putting it off, and now, now it happened. You find out about it, and then we just let you, you know. You've got you know Jordan Montgomery, who we didn't see last, and year. everybody's excited about about Gumby. For Everyone sure. is. Yeah, he's got a live arm. He just sat out for a year, pretty much. Like He got some work in at yeah. the end of the year, but he pretty much sat out for a year. Um, we've got Debbie, who is just... Be able to give us seven innings. That's all I want. One of you guys to pan out. One time, please. It's like lottery tickets, just one. Yeah. All we need is one. We've got King, you know, Mike King, who's friends with Andrew's sister. Yeah? Yeah. That's how he ended up on the, that show. Ah, okay. Like, then? somehow... Like, all of a sudden, his name comes up, and then Andrew's just like, Oh, yeah, no, I'm friends with that guy. Like, I hang out with him all the time.
2: Yeah. I'm kind of scarred by Chance Adams. People were so excited about Chance chance Adams. And he came up and was just so terrible. That's all it was. was It was so bad. It was him. It was uh, Justice Sheffield. Uh, Like, Sevy's the only one that's really popped. But, like,
1: has he? Legitimate question has Sev. popped.
2: I would say Sevy popped, yeah, yeah. I mean he's had he's had multiple top five Cy Young finishes. I mean, that's that's good enough for me as a prospect.
1: He missed a year pretty much last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. He had to go back and forth between the bullpen, you know, doing long work, and if it if the calendar strikes October first, he has no idea what he's doing. I about. I know, and that does suck.
2: But but in terms but of I think prospect this is a big for him. Yeah,
1: yeah. For like he, at times, is lights out. He's an amazing. He could be an ace. He would be
2: the ace. He was supposed to be the ace. First half of 2018 was as good of a, a stretch by any Yankees pitcher that I've seen.
0: Yeah. He, but, he had an
2: ERA under two, I think, going into the break. I mean, he was phenomenal. And then, yeah, he melted down in the second half. Yeah, the playoff stuff definitely definitely worries we me. We
1: need, like, I, this is a big year for seven. Huge. Because... Now you've got Garrett Coles, the, the alpha dog. He's the big paycheck. He's the the long dick of the law. And, Sebi, you got your extension last year. So, like, you're tied up for a few years at a reasonable rate. But, like, now it's time to start earning that huge contract. Like, you have to start earning that, like, for for his next deal, his free agent oh, deal. Oh, his big one. You got to start, you know, yeah. you don't just show up in your walk year and, like, oh, now I had my full season you know, now I can pitch in the playoffs and get that huge money. Start to, now. You about. gotta start now. You gotta start it now. You gotta stay healthy. You gotta give us the seven innings again and again. You have to show up in the playoffs. And like then then we're really talking about like then that's one that like really panned out.
2: Um, you worry about his makeup at all? I mean, the, the 17 wild card game was such a dud this year against the Astros was a dud. I mean, he's I, I saw some against the Astros and Red Sox combined in the playoffs. He's like, I don't know, 0-4 with like a 8 or a 9. He's Javier Vasquez. Yeah, right.
1: He's playoff Javier Vasquez.
2: And it's scary. And it's scary. And there were 500 reasons to sign Garrett Cole. Reason 359 or whatever was definitely probably because they didn't feel comfortable with Seve going up against a Verlander or a Scherzer or whoever. And you feel good
1: with it with a Cole. And I think that was one of the reasons they signed him. And I think – and who knows what kind of cheating Cole brings with him or like what whatever it is that's getting rotation up or you know, people ask me about that, but the pitching the pitching travels like Charlie Morton left Houston and has been
2: just as good with the race. Yeah, so I, I think, think their
1: pitching travels. Whatever he learned, I think he can come in and be a leader as well.
2: And we have all the resources and technology and money to utilize whatever yeah. he learned and, and so make so whatever
1: it, it is that he says, like get that bring ticket. over that secret sauce. Um you know, Sessa could see is gonna get a shot. You know, we're gonna get we're going to get a competition for the number five. Wazaga well, is going to be in the mix. Yeah. I mean, he throws 100 with it, if he can just
2: get some command. But, I mean, he's got a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, nasty slider. He's got – see, I think he plays better in the pen, but he'll be in that mix as well.
1: So it's like when you look at all that, though. Like, Paxton, it's not that terrible.
2: Yeah. Like, it's not great. It's not that terrible if nobody else goes down. But if Tanaka strains a hamstring or tweaks his elbow, then then it's – oh, shit. Well,
1: Tanaka's elbow always has been a ticking time. Yes. Block. And, like, our, the time bomb for us has one more season on
2: it. Right. And that's really interesting with him and Paxton both being free agents after this year. It's hard to see them keeping both. Yeah. I really feel like it's going to be a pick one, so, you know, whoever has the better year yeah. type of thing. and Or yeah, a combination of
1: whoever has the better year and money and, you know, sorting all that out. Yeah. Because it could be a thing where... You know, like, big game James could be big game James, come back, have a great season, or maybe even, like, a slow rest of the first half, big second half. A couple game good James playoffs starts. Playoffs. I mean, we were both at yeah.
2: game five. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, big game James in the playoffs, and then, you know, then he could be commanding big money that, like, we don't necessarily want to pay. Um, and that's the other thing when it, when it comes to, like, we got to trade duhar and we got to trade Clint, and, you know, we've got these guys, like... We got guys under control that like we might have to trade for pitching next year. Exactly. You know, at so, a deadline. Or at some point during this year because we are a, you know, Tanaka hamstring away from being concerned.
2: Right. And that was another reason to sign Cole and it, it it's really interesting because when you think about Tanaka, he seems like a guy that just loves New York and would want to stay. Paxton seems like a guy with Boris. I could see him just taking the highest deal, wherever that is.
1: Is Paxton a Boris guy? Paxton's a Boris guy. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And it
2: it seems like Massa loves it here. I mean, obviously, I don't know the guy, but every indication is that he loves being a Yankee. He could have opted out after 17. He chose to opt in. He could have
1: signed anywhere else. Yeah. Right. And I think, I don't know how much of it is, I always wonder, me being a native New Yorker, being a Yankee fan, I don't understand why anyone signs anywhere else, ever. Um... You know, and I kind of got the, you know, when Ichiro went to Seattle, because, like, oh, it's closer to Japan, you know, to go. But, like, it's not like you're going home for a weekend. That's the thing I don't understand. What are you, like, we're in college, we're going home for the
2: weekend? Like, it's 162-game season. Same thing with Otani. Yeah. Wanted to be on the West Coast. Yeah, some of these Japanese guys, they want to be on the East Coast. But Tanaka is just such a gamer. He's such a competitor. He loves the spotlight. I would be surprised. And his wife is like a is a – Pop singer. Pop star, yeah. He's, they he's, they seem to like the life. He comes out to her shitty music. Yeah, oh my god. Every
1: time. And you know he just has no choice. He said, like, I don't... And he did an interview, like, very early on. I wrote a blog about it for Barstool at the time. And it was just like, yeah, no, I don't like it, but, like, it's my wife. Like, I have to. I don't enjoy her music. Right. He's like, just like every like other guy, just doing, doing yeah. shit because he has to. Because it's like, I don't know, whatever the, the Japanese version of K-pop is. You know, it's yeah. just like, if... You're married to Britney Spears. Like, do you fucking like her music as a 30 something year old man? Probably no. not. No. You know, not at all. Um, yes, I'm not like, I'm just not super You're fine worried with about the injuries Jason right now. I'm not, like, fine. Like, I wish it didn't happen, but I'm not losing any sleep. Yeah. I'm still excited for the season. Oh, sure. I'm not, you know, dreading, They're like, ah, oh, how's this going to shake out? I'm excited to see some young guys go out there and compete for a spot. I'm hoping that. Like you said, the pitching travels. I'm hoping the pitching travels. I wasn't going to phrase it like that. I was just going to kind of mumble it in some way. Mm-hmm. That's a much better way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and Morton's the guy that I think about because Morton didn't get much free agent interest when he left
2: Houston. Yeah. I think that – like the Rays signed him for two years and $30 million and, and he's been be- – he's
1: arguably been better yeah. since he left even. So, I, yeah, I think, it'll, I think it'll travel. I mean, t- Tampa also tends to be like a pitching factory too. So – you know, and, and hopefully that's what we're going to become because we have a whole new, you know, new conditioning, new pitching. Like, how do we, you know, how do those guys turn whatever it is that um, unlock whatever
2: Houston and Cleveland yeah. was doing Yeah, and I think that's like, like, like is a yeah, got to do it, that. Can
1: Cole bring some of that and then they can run with it? What do they already know? Like, how do we create this, like, hybrid beast of, like, a pitching school? Pretty much.
2: And people have been like, at least to me, I guess, you know, with Cole, like, aren't you concerned that his, his only two great years were when he was with a team that was cheating? Like, people forget he was the number one pick yeah. by the Pirates. They forget he finished in the top five in the Cy Young in 2015. Like, the guy has always
1: been good. It's not like he just he just showed up two years ago. He's built. I've always thought of him as, like, there's certain, like, builds to guys. Like, I've never liked Strasburg's build. Uh, Well, he's had a ton of elbow issues. Yeah. I just, like, never really, like, Clemens never really had injuries. Built like a brick. Bit, right, right. Now you're right. And Cole kind of is, too. He did, you see the St. John's picture? Yeah, yeah. Like he looked a little pudgy. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, get a little CC in you.
2: And he's never he's never had a major arm injury. Exactly. Six four two thirty. 6'4", 230, yeah, now he's built like a
0: house. You, so.
1: Yeah, you build that, like, big frame, you're good to go. So I'm not, like, super worried about him. You know, at all, in terms of injury, and I think he's got probably like a lot he can bring to the team because it's like any it's like any job to a certain extent. If you go and you get a job that pays you fifty thousand dollars a year, you're gonna do fifty thousand dollars a year of work. If you get paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, you're a leader in that office. You're, supposed to, you're not allowed to complain about shit. Show cheer- up
2: early, leave late,
1: yeah, when be people, a cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> company guy. Yeah, you have to be the company guy. Yeah. You're, you know, you're molding the next person who's going to go from 50 to 150, whatever it is. And I think that's what Cole has to do to a certain extent. Well, you wear long sleeve t-shirts, but... Have you ever seen an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn like that. Thankfully, there's untucked the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked no matter your shape or size untuck it always falls at the perfect untucked length with more than 50 plus fit combinations untucked shirts look great tall short slim athletic guys of all ages i uh actually have like worn untucked shirts and they're actually like really good yeah like you hear about it on like all these ads they're actually, like, really good fitting. I got to get my hands on. Them. They do a good job. So you can choose your styles from wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and, and a ton of others. Um, with Untuck it, your shirts never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. So whether you're shopping for the perfect fit or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It's the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code word BLUE for 20% off at checkout. Check That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Boom! We're reading ads. We're getting shirts. It's exciting stuff here, Nick. See how this podcast is turned around in just a couple of episodes? Just two weeks, right? Just a couple weeks. I'm turning this thing around very quickly now with your help. Um, We've talked about a lot of people being stupid. Rob Manfred. Maybe the dumbest motherfucker. This in the fucking world. guy. I have, I've liked him because I think to a certain extent I was like, well, Bud Selig grew the game, but Bud Selig had the tie, the who's going to host home field, turned a blind eye to steroids, which I was fine with. I mean, I was 11 in 1996 and I knew what was going on. Oh sure, everybody. We did. all did. Uh, but, like, I don't think he handled the, um, like, when he had to be held accountable for it. I didn't think he held it, handled it that well. Rob Manford was the guy who did all the steroid investigation. He's obviously screwed up this Astros thing. Come like, on. Like, no player penalties. It's all soft. And now, I honestly do not know if this is real or if this is to distract us from the Astros. Seriously. But this dumbass playoff proposal going from 15 games – from fi- sorry, from 10 teams to 14 teams of the league, Half the league. Are we fucking hockey? That's what I was saying. Like basketball and
2: hockey, I don't really enjoy those sports. I don't watch them. I mean, what is the point of the regular season if half the teams get in? The reason baseball is awesome because you actually have to earn your way – into the postseason. I mean, I, I looked at some stats. It's like there's some years where under this system, 78, 79 win teams
1: would have made the playoffs. It's bullshit. Well, it's a, it's a combination of that, and then you're adding in just a whole other round. So last year, the Yankees, who had won, uh, who won
2: 103,
1: 103, last year. would have had to play the Red Sox, the Indians. Or the Twins. We would have chosen. We would have the chosen. Tweeners, yeah, We would have had the first pick.
2: <laughs> I'm already laughing. This is so ridiculous.
1: And had to play one of them in three games at home. And it's like, in that setup...
2: They should get home field the whole time.
1: Like, the Red Sox were the you know lowest team that would have been in. Are you going to pick to play the Red we Sox? We would not. I can tell you right now, we home? would not have picked them. Because you play enough games in your division... Where it's like, yes, in a seven-game series, I'd rather have the home field advantage. But if I could not play you in a three-game, like, do or die, you know, it screws up rotations. It takes away everything of why you work hard all year and you don't punt games. And if you're going to make it just one team that, like, gets a bye, like, what are the other teams playing for? It, it, just get in that top six. It makes no this. sense. Yeah, all you, I
2: mean, all you have to do is be a top top 14 team. Or you, or you have to be the one seed. Like, we would have been screwed last year. Yes, that would have sucked. It would have been horrible.
1: We probably would have just played Minnesota at home.
2: Oh, yeah. The nice thing is, though, if this system does go into effect, we'll probably never miss the playoffs again. I mean, when was the last time the Yankees didn't finish? In the, even the years, like 2008, they missed the playoffs. I think they won like 87 games. And i don't know twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen they were they missed, but they were over five hundred like we might legitimately never miss the playoffs again <laughs> under this system. then you open yourself up to the argument
1: of like, is the wild card the playoffs <sighs> the you know like if you go in and lose that um like did you like did you make the playoffs? I, I always like think it. that shit's stupid like I'm never gonna buy a shirt that says
2: twenty nineteen
1: postseason.
2: I just, I, 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 I,
1: yeah like. I mean, I'm never going to buy that anyway, but I just don't know. Like, it just opens up this whole other argument of, like, are you even in the playoffs? If you go, if you make this, and you go, and you've got to go somewhere else, or even if you're hosting, and you lose in two games, three games, were you in the playoffs? No, no, no. You weren't. I don't think so. Because now you're going to play this three-game series, you're going to play a five-game series, you're going to play two seven-game series. (sighs) It's too much. It's a lot of baseball after... 162 games, because they're not even talking about shortening the season. If they were like, hey, we're going to drop it down to 150 games, and we're going to add this other round, I'd be a little more into it.
2: I mean, yeah, we're going into Columbus Day at this point. Yeah. The World Series is going to be mid-November, parade and Thanksgiving. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. And then there's, this is, all right, so this may be the old white man in me. It's going to be a reality TV show to pick. Every team on that Sunday night is going to have a representative. And I'm just picturing Cashman looking miserable up there. But like, it's not even going to be Cashman. It'll be it's going to be like the length. NBA draft lottery, yeah, where it's right. like, they oh, we somebody. sent who? Are we gonna, we're going to send fucking Bernie Williams. Yeah, that's who we're going to send. Because it'll it'll definitely be you've got to be at like the MLB Network studios in Secaucus or wherever the fuck those are, and everyone's got to send someone. So then it's just like, you've got Bernie Williams there, some David Ortiz. and Yeah, not because, yeah, no, David Ortiz isn't doing it. David Ortiz has better shit to do. Bernie Williams is just like, can I play guitar in and and out of yeah. commercials? He'll be there. You know, fucking Dallas Braden is going to be, be there. he be there for the A's now. You know, right. yeah. it's going to be like that. And then they're all going to have like earpieces or te- like, you know, there'll be some war room somewhere. Where it's just like, oh, here's our like here's our order, or maybe they have just a piece of paper, like here's the order of what we want. Whoever's most available you pick. And they're gonna do this in a live show that'll probably be an hour long.
2: And they won't More. announce it till the last three minutes. The first seven I mean. minutes will be total bullshit, and then the last three minutes they'll announce their plan. Let's talk about all these possible combinations, da 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 da. Nauseating. It could just be a text message, you know? Like and they're gonna know going in. The other thing is like it seems like they're trying to make this like March Madness or Bowl season. Like this isn't college.
1: that's what they're trying to do. This is professional sports. These are grown men getting paid, not amateurs. Now I don't hate the idea. Well, I saw as part of it was like this would create a March Madness scenario where there are six games on one day. It's like there's fifteen games every Tuesday, right? Like, every Saturday there's fifteen games. We've gotten enough games. Like, in college basketball, the March Madness excitement is a combination of, like, oh, well, like, I'm not going to work. um, Or, you know, hey, I'm going to see maybe these matchups that I'm not going to see, you know, yet. Like, I'm going to see these matchups I wouldn't regularly see, and that's exciting because they're kind of do or die on it. And but it's we casual did.
2: fans being able to turn it on from noon to midnight, and there's exactly. a game on. But it's already screwed up enough. I mean, the Rays and Astros were playing playoff games at 1 o'clock during the week. Like, there's already too many. In the DS, there's already too many playoff yeah. games. It's, I think it's the time zones. incredibly stupid. Ah,
1: it's a logistical nightmare. And then my new favorite, might be my favorite baseball player. Might not just be non-Yankee. Trevor Bauer. I want Trevor Bauer so bad in free oh, agency Me too, now. me too. Like I wanted him, I wanted him to trade for him, but now like I need him. He doesn't give a shit. I need him to be the voice that I, um, that I've just been craving. And he tweeted, "No idea who made this new playoff <laughs> format proposal, but Rob is responsible for releasing <laughs> it. So I'll direct this to you, Rob Manford. I don't know if Rob Manford's on Twitter or not. He's I got a few not. burners, yeah. I'm sure." Yeah, but I mean, like, there was no, if there, if he had a, his own handle, Bauer at him there. Okay. Like, I believe that. Absolutely. Your proposal is absurd for too many reasons to type on Twitter and proves you have absolutely no clue about baseball. You are a joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he made a video, too, that I didn't see. It just came out, like, since we've been doing this. On course. his platform or whatever, right? On YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got he's momentum. He's got some, yeah, momentum. momentum. Okay. Momentum follows us. Yeah, nice. Welcome to George's Box. All right. Um I love that he's just going off on it, because if you're a player, like, I honestly don't even know, and I'm hosting a baseball podcast, so maybe this makes me unqualified, Um, are we doing a three-batter minimum this year? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, two weeks ago, we still didn't know. It was up in the air. No, yeah, it's
2: going to be a a three-batter minimum this year. That's stupid. And, terrible idea, but let's be honest, this is just a money grab. Let's call it what it is. It's extra playoff games. It's extra gate receipts it's extra chicken finger buckets and extra bud lights that's all this is yeah so don't tell me you're trying to grow the
1: game don't tell me you're trying to do... This just a money grab and I think if you're a player too like you got to look at it like all right you're Trevor Bauer I get paid 17 and a half million dollars for these 162 games then depending on how far I make it I make a share where it's like Per no round. Money. Yeah, it's no yeah, money yeah. for them. If exactly. you're a a if you're a guy making seventeen million dollars, it's no money. If you are a rookie, Labor you just doubled something. your salary. Yeah. But once you're a veteran, it's like now I'm just playing for nothing. It's almost like, you know, going to the Pro Bowl, who gives a shit? Right. You're not you know, this money doesn't matter to me. You know, guys have always said in the NFL, I go to the Pro Bowl, I spend all that money on like having to go to the Pro In Hawaii, right. Family yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. Dinners, drinks. So I just think it's like, it's got to be like a distraction. It just, it's such a terrible idea to roll out in this way. Like, you know, if they, they talked about, you know, making the wild card team for years, like have to play four games on the road. And, you know, now it's like, oh, well, you're gonna have to do it, but you're gonna have to go on the road for three games. I just don't see players being excited for it. It's tough for fans. You're asking us to spend more money. Yeah, me and you go up to the stadium enough during October. I don't need another round. (laughs) Seriously. And then, because then you run into the, like, oh, well, I'm not going to go for this round because, like, I'm saving it for the D. I probably wouldn't even go to that round. Yeah. So that's so it's going to be a but wild card would. Series. We would. Yeah, you're right. We'd you're be right. in the car. We say <laughs> it right now. Yeah, and next thing I'm you know, talking shit now, we're on the yeah. turnpike. We're figuring out how we're going to skip out of work. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what happens. You're right. I, I will go to all three of those games if we host them. You're right. Yeah. You know, no choice. Then it becomes just straight up like yeah like then uh, do I just get a hotel because I know I've got three straight games here. Yeah. Now I'm spending a billion dollars to go to. We're these playing goddamn, right. In, we're playing right into the right point. into it. Yeah. It's suckers like us. Yeah. No, and because we'll buy our tickets immediately in August when they go on sale. As soon as they go on sale. Wild card home game one. Yes. And then for that round they will be like thirty dollars on StubHub that day, and then I'll take a digger off the second fucking deck because I'll kill myself. Right, right. <laughs> I'll go down. Now, it's the only the only way
2: only positive I see is that it takes away that one game, the one game playoff like when we were in 17 and 18 and we had to play in those one game wild card games. Like you think I was a mess
1: this postseason like going into those do or die. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's you know, that's another there's just got to be a better way. Because when we went into the last one, we went into like we won hundred games. Yeah, it was the. That's what I was going to say. We won a hundred. And now we're playing games. like an eighty. We had to play the win. Yeah. yeah. Now it's terrible. The one thing I think
2: you, that you could do, the only way to kind of alter it, is for the wild card game. If you just make the lower seed have to win two games, and the higher seed has to win one, like like take our wild card game against when we were hosting the athletics. Okay. We only have to win one. They have to beat us twice. Like that gives that gives the higher seed a little bit more of an advantage, but it doesn't add. Weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? The
1: regular season. It's just... But you you do have to find... There has to be an off day. Right? Because I think there's an off day at the end of the season. There's one day off. Because, yeah. Because you play on Sunday. Yeah. Games start on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. So or now Wild you're pushing... Means. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then... Because, like, this year, our first... Game was, a Friday. was a Friday night,
2: but the, some DS to
1: start Thursday,
2: Thursday and Friday. Yeah, start, so yeah. it's
1: like now you're pushing things back. Um, you're you're losing that sweet weekend spot of like kicking games off, yeah, and like kicking series off like that. They have said it's as soon as twenty two, twenty two. So
2: we got two more years at least to the regular. Let's talk about the rest too. For the one seed, you got what
1: a week and a half off. That's tough. Or whatever. I... Like yeah, your guys are. It's, like, good to get some rest when you can. But they're
2: creatures of habit. They, you ask any MLB player, they do not want more than five days off. Especially
1: now, games. like, as the weather's turning, too. Like, it's getting cold. You're yeah. playing, it's 90 degrees, now it's cold. You're wearing that stupid, like, oh, it's not a hood, but, like, I'm wearing it around my right, neck, now the, I'm pulling the the it neck up. the thing, like, yeah. yeah, the
2: Giancarlo thing. It's the t- other
1: thing is you're probably, like, that
2: the last weekend of the season, the last three regular season games, if you're the one seed, you're probably resting your guys there, at least some of them anyway. So some of the, I mean, yeah, way too much time off. I don't think it helps – the one seed as, as much as you'd think because you're going to have so much time off and then the whole rest versus rust.
1: No, debate, I mean, I think these you know. guys just, if you gave, like, the players the option, they just want to go out and play baseball. And the day. sad
2: thing is these pl- the players have
1: no say about this. That's the well, – none think, of the players want this. Well, there's a collective bargaining agreement before then. There is, right? That's after next year. I think right? after this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, we who knows? Baseball could be done by then. Right. Like, <laughs> Another strike anyway. You know, I hope not. But I'll tell you what, like when you look at all of these things, you know, I, I talked about it all last season on this show. You've got a team that's cheating, that cheated to win the World Series. Maybe multiple teams are cheating. To what extent, I don't know. Um, you've got this, maybe we're going to add in these playoff games, maybe we're not, we're changing the rules. Teams are going to spring training not even knowing what the rules are. Um, They're talking know. about expansion teams too as part of this, that there'd be two expansion
2: teams after the next agreement. That was another thing that Buster only kind of alluded to.
1: I didn't see that. Yeah. Nashville? Nashville and, and Vegas? Uh, yeah, yeah. It would be Nashville and Vegas. Yeah, Nashville definitely
2: and then and then Vegas. Yeah, it's yeah. copying off of the Raiders. I didn't even read that. That's just like where yeah. it has to Nashville be. Nashville was Na-
1: definitely one of them. Yeah, Nashville wants one. Frank Marco will finally have a team. Yeah, he'll be excited. <laughs> Right, have a season ticket. Holder. Them and the
2: Predators. Yeah, and is. the other thing is like Rosenthal and and uh, Buster Olney are like, you know, I see some points of this. It's not really a bad idea. It's like, how much is Manfred paying
1: these guys, right? Uh, it's a, it's just such. It's like, how do you see anything that's not a bad idea about this? And then when you really look at it, the quality of the game is awful with the umpires. Like, they're so bad. Yes, all fix last the year.
2: umpires. The, we, the schedule's too bad. We're fine. adding the the more games
1: for these guys to screw up. So, when you see a guy like Bauer just like, fuck it, I had enough. Like, I've had enough of this shit. Hopefully, more of those guys. Because, like, now you've got a guy who's very vocal, who's had enough, and it, more guys are starting to chirp a little bit, and you're heading into a negotiation for a CBA. It's not a great place to be. The people. negotiation's going to be nasty. Yes. I mean, this year's free agency was good, but you think about
2: Machado and Harper last year were begging for jobs. The free agency was yeah. ice cold last year. It did come back a little bit this year, but you know this negotiation is going to be nasty because the players are pissed. The other thing is, like, uh, you know, Buster only was saying, you know, this is going to help the small market teams make the playoffs. Like, you know, cry and for them. They're just a bunch of billionaire owners that don't want to spend money. All these owners are billionaires. That's the other thing people don't understand. Yeah,
1: like no one, no one mom and pop their way into right. it. Because <laughs> I remember it was... Um, Like, when we were beating up on the Twins, all in the 90s, early 2000s, there were people like, well, you know, they're a small market team, and it was like, their owner, it was worth like three times George Snyder. Oh, yeah, way more, yeah. He just took the money and put it in his pocket, which a lot of these guys do. Some of them don't get, you know, I get it. Some of them don't get, like, the gates and and shit to justify it. Yeah,
2: like the Athletics playing a toilet bowl. Yeah. You know, it it makes sense. I mean, the Reds, like,
1: no one wants to go to those games. Pittsburgh, it's tough at times. But if you have – but, like, that's business. Like, you made these billions by doing business of some kind. Sure. You invest in it. Then maybe you get profits. It's not like oh we don't have the money we don't have the profits, so we can't invest in it like that's just not how it works business one hundred and one and if
2: you're a team like the like the Indians are going to trade Lindor at some point and they basically said they're never going to you know they can't keep him, you're never going to win a World Series if you're just dumping off the best players that you've developed homegrown yeah I
1: mean it's not it's not sustainable you can't build a franchise you can't sell jerseys off that no. you piss off the fans they don't want to come out like it's one of those things where. I just never understand how these guys get by by earning their way. I mean, I'm sure some of them inherited money or whatever, but, like, for the most part, like, you earned your way through smart business decisions, and now you're just like, well, I don't have any more smart business decisions in me. Like, I can't make any more, so just give me money. I think they don't give a shit about winning that, like,
2: clearly. You think the owner of the Orioles cares at all about winning? I mean, obviously not.
1: No, you know, these guys, like,
2: right. I mean, all the, but all the, there's a lot of teams like that that have never won that are never going to win or, you know, haven't won in 30 years or whatever. I think they're fine to, you know, take, like you said, take the money. They're still billionaires. They're still getting the revenue sharing and different profits from the leagues and TV and all this shit that we don't even see whatever other businesses they own. Yeah.
1: I mean, we are. Um, one thing I will say about this off season is like, we don't have as many big free agents still available. Like, heading into... Somerset. Right, which is nice. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just, like, as a baseball fan, you hate seeing that every year because it's just, like... Because at the end of the day, it's millionaires and billionaires fighting with each other. Yeah. And it's tough to, like, kind of defend a league where that's going on. Puig's the biggest, like, free agent. Yeah, I was going right to say, because Donaldson was the last big one that I was thinking of, and he was, like, two, three weeks ago. Ozuno was two, three weeks ago. Yeah, you've got Puig. Ben Zobras is still unsigned. Still in the league? Yeah. Yeah. How old is he, too? He's 38. 37. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but, like, you know, technically he's still looking for a job. Yeah. Scooter Jeanette. Where it's like now we're going to – I'm doing this off their, like, power ranking. So it's like Scooter Jeanette. He hit four number? homers in a game once, and that is the only thing I yeah. know about Scooter so, Jeanette. So <laughs> of the top 50 – free agents going into the season. Those are the, uh, into the off season. Those are the only three that are still left.
2: And so. it was awesome to have the winter meetings be back and have shit happen. Like Rendon and Cole and Strasburg were all at the winter meetings. Like that was cool to see baseball take over for that week that we yeah. signed Cole and have the spotlight. Cause last year, the biggest, biggest story was, Oh, the Yankees signed Jay Happ. Like great.
1: You know, yeah. nobody gives a shit. No. Yeah. I mean, you want that. Like for just, and I talk about it a lot, like for the game of baseball. Um, it just It's better to be a Yankee fan. Oh, it just always better. goes back to that. It it does. It's always better to be a Yankee this fan. This was the best offseason to be be
2: a Yankee fan in a while. Even I mean, getting Stanton, like, I didn't think was ex- as exciting as
1: this. I remember when we honest. got, like, Tanaka, Ellsbury, and Beltran. That was such a band-aid.
2: That was like the breakup. Like, Cano, that was like the breakup girl.
1: We were all trying to, like, convince get ourselves. Get over Cano. To, like, yeah, no, I was no, trying no. to get over Yeah, Cano. this is such a good move. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. diversify. We don't need Cano. Girl, yeah, I was Beltran. lying to myself. We loved Beltron. What a scumbag. Yeah. Um, it's better to be a Yankee fan than a Met fan. And it's better to be a Yankee minor leaguer than a Met minor leaguer, it turns out. Yes. Yes. They're actually... The Mets spent money.
2: $57 which, million on spring training upgrades. They're just not letting the minor leaguers use it once the
1: season starts. Not necessarily signing players, but building a new clubhouse. So they built... $57 million to upgrade their complex. It's sweet. I was looking at the picture. I saw it. Yeah. They upgraded. The spring training clubhouse is amazing. It's on par with like a major league stadium clubhouse. But the minor leaguers are not allowed to use it. Nope. Which is hilarious. To remind them of their status. As
2: if eating those ham sandwiches with one slice of cheese and a gogurt wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> to remind you how shitty your life is riding buses.
1: And like their new clubhouse down there is nice, but... It's not as nice as this, but yeah, it's
2: what <laughs> a tone Jewish. deaf like Mets thing, dude. Those guys are making what? Well, it comes out to I think minimum, you know, around minimum so, wage when you
1: less than minimum wage, yeah. And we're talking about Port St. Lucie. We're talking about Florida State League. This isn't AAA, you it's know, single this is A, like right? Yeah, this yeah. is like single A and like short season rookie. Okay, so like, they play the Art
2: Tampa Tarpon. Tarpins. Tarpins, Yeah, we play,
1: yeah, the Tarpins. Okay. And, um, yeah, but there, it's weird being down there in Florida, like, at just, like, odd times of the year. I used to go down there, my parents live down there now. I used to go down there as a kid. And you just open the paper at the time because the internet wasn't what it is now. And, uh, it was just like, oh, here are all the minor league games happening this day. And sometimes it was like official single A, but then there's just like, oh, rookie, extended spring training. Like, there's so many guys down there still playing baseball all the time. And it's like, ah, but you can't go in that room. Like, what's going to happen to that room the rest of the time? Unused. Or I guess, you know,
2: when I was going to say David Wright because I always remember him rehabbing. But whenever Michael Conforto or whoever goes down there and rehabs, he'll be sitting in there alone. I I wonder. That
1: would be hilarious. I want that picture. Yeah. Of just like – Conforto down there, sitting there by himself. Him and one attendant in there, like, babysitting him. Just oh, Batanza showed up to spring training today. Uh, with a beard, it killed him. With a beard, that. and it just, like, did you see what I tweeted? No, I didn't. I, I don't know if I tweeted from my handle or from George's box, but it was just, like, him standing there, and he's got, like, this big, stupid grin. Oh, was it the just as fine? There, like, is is dog dog, yeah, dog yeah, I did see our, that. I did see I Just, that. like, dude, you're miserable. You're miserable. Your life sucks. But at least you got that sweet clubhouse. And he doesn't have <laughs> to move. Yeah. Which
2: I think was the only thing that went into that. That's all. you pay me to money. Move. I can stay here. Great. Same apartment. Yeah. I like where I live. Great. Love it. Um, it was weird seeing that though. Seeing him in a Mets uniform was super I, weird. I
1: kind of like him uh, having the beard because it's like he's a different guy. Like you're not. It's like um, I'm not really a comic book person, but it's like when there's like Black Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's like the, no, you're the other. He's one. the evil version. Yeah, you're the evil <laughs> version. This is evil. He looks ten years older with that beard too. Yeah. Yeah, and he has almost, like, the way he shapes it is, like, if he had that same facial hair and he was white, he'd be a street magician. Oh, sure. Uh, like, it's just, like, it's devious hair. I Facial hair, I don't like it. Devious. But, like, let him get yeah, good for you, guy. Uh, um, What else has gone on in baseball? There's a lady coach. Yeah, yeah, Giants. Yeah, good for them. I don't think she's going to be in the, like, in the dugout. They have eleven coaches you can have. I think it's like eight in the like. Oh, dress. you can leave. Ah, uh, okay. So like, she'll be on the field before the game. She's a coach. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think she's gonna be in uniform. But in we
2: hired combat. we hired Rachel. I forget what her last name is, but we hired a hitting a female hitting instructor. I think she's in gonna be minors. in the minors. Okay, yeah, yeah. got it.
1: Yeah. So this is at like the major league level. I remember I read it like a couple days ago. Like she worked her way through the system. Um and San Fran's the most
2: progressive city, maybe in the country, so it definitely makes sense. Yeah, on that level.
1: No, I mean, I think it's, um, I think it's gonna be interesting. Especially, it's like ah, I kind of wish you got to do it under a better manager, like you yeah, had Gabe Kaplan. Right, right. Like, <laughs> he just got fired from the Phillies. <laughs> um, but like, hey, kaplan has got to try something. Yeah. You know, kaplan's the he's the hottest manager, so like he added a lady to them. You place. think? I don't know. I actually, I think Boone's pretty good looking. You think Aaron Boone's better? Yeah looking than gabe Cap, i think dude and that's, ble- Kapler, and that's sleeveless hoodie that's like some weird lingerie fetish shit for you you <laughs> don't wear sleeves no he is gabe Kappler is ripped he's stronger but in terms of just a good he's ripped he's a ripped hot
2: dude yeah look at look up aaron boone's wife and then go look up gabe Kappler's wife i'm
1: talking about i'm not trying to cuck them I'm talking about okay. hot dudes. <laughs> this is just how This is a looks. show about hot
2: dudes now. All right. Fair enough. Game Kapler is way better looking than Boone's swagger is
1: ten times as good no. as, as Kaplan. No. Oh, my I God. Like, I, listen, I like Aaron Boone. I wrote a blog about Aaron Boone on like New Year's. Boone's the a former man. Truck. Why and do you the think they hot. hired him? Because of his swagger. Because he would say yes to whatever Brian Cashman does. Nah, dude. Because of his dude, Not He's
2: got the swagger. swagger. He's relatable. He hit one
1: home run one he time. acts like
2: a dude. He's got the swagger
1: of a player. No, he looks like a dude who gets his credit card stolen. This is is something we're going to argue about, I think. for for Listen, I love Aaron Boone. Hey, win games, win me a World Series. But, like, let's be real here. Aaron Boone, he took that picture. He took, like, that video where he was, like, in a Dominican barbershop. I I blogged it for, like, New Year's or something like that. Someone probably stole his wallet while he was doing it. Like, that guy, he's the guy who just gets in there, gets silly, gets in over his head. Did
2: you see him at the coal presser? He looked like a president, the way he was talking. Yeah, but I'm talking about being ripped, like Gabe Kapler, who's a ripped, hot dude. I just have no respect for Gabe Kapler. I also hate him because he was on the Red Sox. I'm just not going to give him credit for anything.
1: Just, like, Google him shirtless. He's a hot dude. I wonder how many clips from this show, how many weeks in a row I can make Sean make a <laughs> clip of me talking about hot dudes. Last week it was Chris Bryant's size. Oh, happy 21st birthday to Sean. Big, big deal. Yeah. And yeah. you said
2: there's some bar that he lives super close to? Or Cornerstone.
1: Okay. Anyone who went to the University of Maryland, went there or, like, visited there, knows Cornerstone. It's, uh, it's like, the bar. If his birthday was a weekend and I didn't have a kid, if really a lot of things were just different. <laughs> a lot I'd of things would have to fall in the place. I, I'd be there, yeah. You got to list of like, ten things. If it wasn't a different. Tuesday with a kid. I remember, like, when we brought him on, I was just like, all right, when's your birthday? And I looked it up. I did look up the day because I was just like... Yeah, no, that's going to be like a Tuesday. That's a no for me, dog. Right. I've never been to UMD. I used to go every year. Is it nice? So I went my freshman year, my first year at Drexel, I dated a girl who went there. My high school girlfriend went there. Yeah. So I would go down there um, to have sex with a condom on. It was stupid. Right, right. Um, And then that ended. And um, then I would go for a, they have a big flag football tournament there. Ah. Every the like weekend before Thanksgiving week. It's like the Northeast Regional, whatever. So I played. I, one year I was down there with um, having condom sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next two years I played. And then for my senior year, instead of playing, I was like, no, no, no. I'm bringing a girls' team. I put together a girls' team and went down there and coached. Ah, that sounds way more fun. I'm the winningest Powder Puff football coach at Dre- in Drexel history. And anybody from any school could sign up and just show up? Yeah, you just got to, like, sign up and pay your registration fee. But, like, Drexel paid it. Ah, okay. You just have to get yourself down there. Yeah, so we would go down there. And I think they, like, offset some of the cost of, like, the hotels. I forget, like, how it worked financially. I know the first, the second year that I went, so it was, like, the first year I played, we got, we're there for the weekend, and we got kicked out of our hotel the first night. We had to find another hotel. Then on the second year, I drove down there with a guy who is – I drove down there drinking the whole time. Yeah. I I didn't drive. I'm in the car just college. drinking. Yeah. I'm just crushing beers. And my now boss's boss in real life, like my boss right now's boss, is driving another car with guys. He was in another fraternity. You didn't know each other, did you? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Two guys get out of that car that we're just driving next to the whole time. Get out of the car and just start fist fighting in the parking lot. That's <laughs> uh, nuts. Behind Cornerstone. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, this is... Man, Maryland's a good time. Yeah, if I wasn't like 35, had a kid, it was Tuesday, I can't hang, I, I'd i be there with Sean.
2: I wish I'd visited there at some point. I went to Delaware. I'm pretty sure it's only like an hour and a half away or, or two hours away. I
1: just never made it. Never made it. It's outside of D.C., isn't it? Isn't yeah. It like not in... Yeah, like I would when I was going down there to have sex with a condom i would uh either take amtrak because i was a moron i got like a big refund on my student loans and instead of being like oh let's pay off these student <laughs> loans it was like ride the acela yeah <laughs> all out but like back then it was like 2005 or 2004 you could get a ticket like the day of for like 26 dollars on amtrak so. yeah damn i wish i yeah. was away now and then it was like chinatown bus. like it got worse it uh, got worse yeah. and worse um that bus is brutal yeah so i'd go to dc and then i'd have to take um whatever the metro or mm-hmm. whatever they have there and i remember it was like changed the world for me because they said here's how how many minutes till the train gets here like what they have in new york now but like by the time new york put it in it was like outdated right, right. It was anyway. old. yeah i was like this is crazy it's so nice so, yeah, then you just got to, like, go to College Park. It's a good time. Hopefully Sean's having a good time. I Hopefully he can edit this podcast. Yeah, hey. yeah.
2: Hopefully he's not at the yeah. bar now. Well, it, was last, it would be last night,
1: right? So he's probably just hung over no, now. Well, or it's, it's tonight when we're recording. Like, today is his birthday. Right. Like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Time travel. Yeah, yeah. I did know. I was like, hey, happy birthday. Like, have fun at Cornerstone or whatever. And he was like... I tested it out. It's like a seventy-eight second 72 walk from. half seconds. And it. I was just like, What do you did you just walk to see what it would be like to walk there today? You could walk there any day. Right. He waited till today. Scott posting the gif of the bird yeah. for him was, was hysterical. We've got a weird mix of people. Very. I don't really have anything else for the people. Do you have anything else? Um, I'm just happy that uh, happy that Mookie's out of our division. Oh yeah, we we Mookie Bats is gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess we should talk about that. I mean, I talked about how shitty it was for—I think, like, it's just a dumb move. It's shitty for baseball, but it's good for us is the bottom line. I mean, and I just feel like no matter who you send to the Dodgers, like, I'm just really not worried about them. They made back-to-back World Series. Not worried. Their lineup is scary as shit, but think about this. If we did play them in a World Series,
2: potentially you're looking at two starts from Kershaw and two starts from Price—
1: yeah, might as well put Feed me
2: out me there. Feed me that. Inject that into my yeah. veins because we we are going to toast them if that's the case.
1: And now the Dodgers also have to deal with, like, hey, we traded Jock Peterson, but, like, now we didn't. You know, like, that's not yeah, happy. That's super awkward. He's been there a
2: while, too. He's been there,
1: like, eight, nine years, I think. He's, he's one been there of the, for a bit. Yeah, he's one he's, of the oldest tenured Dodgers. Like, what are you going to do? So now you got to, like, try to trade him. you got to find another trade partner. You've lost leverage. Like, it's going to be interesting. And, and you've got Mookie there as you've got a one – He's seeing a whole new league.
2: That's true. A different coast. There's going to be some sort of adjustment. I mean, I'm sure yeah. he can handle it. He's
1: a great player. Yeah, yeah. He's a gamer. He'll handle. Yeah. it. But it's
2: still it is a, it is a whole different. But like atmosphere.
1: you're you're getting total now a week before spring training, you're getting a totally different scouting report for all these new pitchers. He's never faced and he's never faced yeah NL West.
2: Yeah, big ballparks. It is going to be a. 'Cause all the divisions or all the uh, stadiums in our division
1: are small, right? Yeah, there's no, Yard, yeah you're not hitting a fly ball to the left and it's on Yawkey.
2: Yeah. You got Petco out there, the Giants place is, is huge. Yeah. San Francisco You're
1: dealing with that like San Francisco like wind coming in right. off the you know. It's not it's not a great time. You know, you've gotta go and face the Angels like what, you know, four times or yeah. whatever. So you gotta play Mike Trout and um yeah, it's just and, and the travel. I mean the travel is worse if you're a West Coast. Right, I always forget about that. It's, it's way always different. Worse. There's no there's no Amtrak yeah. trains to play yeah. Yeah, it's just it's always worse. Um and the teams are tend to be like their travel in general is like more spread out because there's just a whole portion of the country right next to them where it's just Arizona and that's there's it. There's no teams. Like, there's no other teams yeah. to go to. You're you're coming east all the time. So we'll see what happens. I'm happy to, to, you know, to not have to face him. Um, I, you know, obviously he was a good player. He was never David Ortiz. Like we didn't have enough time for him to be like, fuck, we are fucked. I was
0: Everybody gonna say
1: up. everybody's saying he's their best player since Ted Williams. Like maybe if you go by WAR or like the
2: analytics, but Manny Ramirez and David Ortiz were way scarier than Mookie oh, Betts ever yeah. was. I mean, come on, David Ortiz <sighs> is gonna bend us over every time. And like, him, oh, him oh. and Manny every, yeah. every time. I was terrified when they come up. When Mookie came up, I was like, you know, this is gonna be a tough out, but I wasn't like shaking
1: with fear like I was with those two guys. Yeah. And I mean, if you're J.D. Martinez, you got to be like, I opted into this shit. This, you know, he's miserable. Well, he can opt out again next year. He's probably out. Yeah, I mean, think. it's tough to like feel bad for a guy who's making all that money, but it is like, all right, I opted in. My manager's gone now. The best player's gone. A uh, pitcher who you never know what you're going to get out of Price. Like he could be a great regular season pitcher. He, he stinks in the playoffs, but like he could be a very good pitcher. So it's like now we lost a key part of our rotation. It sucks. I'm going to miss
2: facing David
1: Price, can I tell you? Uh, I
2: am going to miss the shit David out of David Price and starts against
1: us. Yeah. The best. Uh,
2: there was just no fear there. No, it was it felt so good to face him and he would be trudging around the mound like that that sad puppy dog look and just Also he
1: was um I, I just always thought he was like a cancer to their clubhouse. Yeah,
2: they didn't even he like He was the him.
1: first guy to be like, you know, they lose three games. And he's like, we got to change some things or so everyone's getting traded. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Didn't
2: even, they didn't even like him up there. Now nah, I'm definitely going to miss him. But the thought of getting him in a World Series game at Yankee Stadium, I mean, you know Dave Roberts wouldn't. I'm getting really ahead of myself. Dave Roberts would never would probably start him in LA. I don't LA. think you're
1: ahead of yourself. That's where we are. It's weird to be back to, now that we had all these injuries last year, and we got through that. I am not afraid of anything in the regular season. There is nothing that scares me for a half a second. So we're almost in like uh, what the Patriots are like, where it's yeah. like, yeah, oh, season starts in the playoffs. Like all this, like when we have an event on May 9th that you should come to for a 405 Saturday Red Sox game that you can get tickets to on shop.bronxpinstripes.com where you get a t-shirt, a ticket in section 205, you get a beer, you get a hot dog in the game. Oh, my God. Who knows? Maybe we add more stuff to it as time goes on. We've done it before, you know. Or if you come June 26th, 7 o'clock game, Friday night. Friday night, Cubs. The Cubs on a Friday night in the Bronx. Woo! Chris Bryant's eyes there. You got the Blue Jays, August 22nd, 1 o'clock game. $69. $69 on a Saturday. Woo! What a deal. And then if you want to just mess around with the young ones. June 13th, Trenton Thunder, $29. Ticket, pregame tailgate. You want to meet Rookie the Bat-Dog? Everybody wants to meet Rookie. We're bringing Rookie the Bat-Dog out there. I've kind of floated it out there to, like, Scott, because he handles all those negotiations of, like, I don't know, do I bring Susie? Do you want Susie there? I think the people do. Do you want Susie the Magic Dog? who now you've seen now you've here. she does not leave my side she's been touching me this she's the talk. definition of a lap dog if i've yeah, ever seen one yeah she yet. just will not leave me but like hey you you should come to those games Shop.BronxPinstripes.com. it's a good ass time you should rate this show 5 stars you should leave us a review you see a tweet you should retweet it You should tell your friends about the show we're just having a silly goose time here i can't wait till it gets into the summer and we can like watch games i'm so excited yeah and drink because i can't drink right now because of the surgery you're not supposed to drink like two weeks uh really two weeks they're gonna
2: put like 24
1: hours or something
2: they're gonna weeks they
1: i'm very afraid of surgery okay and like i'm not the smallest guy in the world so like you know from an anesthesia standpoint they're like ah maybe don't drink uh just in general, like, I don't know, it's not terrible to not drink. I I turned 35 on Monday. Right, like, right. I Drinking drink.
2: isn't good for your
1: health. Yeah, so. I got a, yeah, I got a kid. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to get drunk? I was in Vegas last weekend. Nightmare. Just like, oh, I'm too old for this shit.
2: Vegas is, like, the, I think the most overrated place in the world. Maybe it's just not my scene. I've been there three times all for work, I, I guess maybe is why. But it's like, I would never pay to go there, I don't
1: think. I've been there 15, 18 times. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. Every year though I go for the Super Bowl every year and every year I'm like, This is my last year. That's a good weekend. To I but every year kind of. I say this is my last year and then I uh and then like October comes around and I book a flight again. Right. I think this was actually my last year. I hope it was. This year I wasn't gonna go this year, it was a bachelor party. So it went from like a four guy trip to like a twenty guy trip. So I ended up going. I was hungover for days. I'm old. But it did it got me fired up for spring training. I still have to book a flight to that. Yeah. I'm excited. You're going to get mine
2: or are you going to get there early? I one? think I'm going to get there earlier. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Oh, I'm going on paternity leave. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were hinting at that. You were I'm going to be on vacation. One. I don't work from March to June. Might as well just grab that. Might as well go early. Might as well live the dream. And that brings us to a very important question. Who's going to get us weed in Tampa?
2: <laughs> well, the, the guy, there, I don't even know his name, but we were at Billy's. I think it was for game two. the I don't know if it's the South Florida chapter, the West Florida I think chapter. I, I was pretty drunk, but he was telling me like, "Yeah, you're good. You're hooked up."
1: I have been. I think it's like the Tampa area chapter. Tampa I don't Creek, know how okay. they like what South Florida yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I forget that guy's name. I've met him a bunch of times. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He He's came tan. to Wrathbones with us after the really hot game. Like we had in the July. United yeah, it was really hot. He came with us. Yeah. And he was just like, "I got you," but like I don't remember because I keep. He was talking a big game. I I remember that vividly. I get drunk, and then I'm just like, who's going to give us weed in, like, nine months? So now it's, like, time. So slide in my DMs. I'll probably get in, like, Thursday at, like, (laughs) 3. Show up around 3.15. Yeah, show up. Pick me up at the airport. (laughs) Give me a ride to the house. Scott will already be in the pool. If you're coming to Tampa for spring training... We are finalizing the details of our party. We're throwing a party with uh, Sailor Jerry, Savage Apple. Uh, we're just finalizing the venue. I was working on that today. It's gonna be a sick time. There'll probably be some free drinks in it for you. So even if you're not coming with us, but you're gonna be there, uh, was it the? That's after the Saturday 30? game. Yeah, so it's Thursday the twelfth thursday the 12th so yeah so we are going to be at the friday night game just there we'll mm -hmm. be in right field hanging out so come hang out with us um and then saturday we have our event open bar and then we're going to another bar so don't make plans that saturday evening you're coming with us sailor jerry savage apple at a bar in tampa bronx pinstripes is that straight from the game, or is that Yeah, like... we're going straight from the game. Okay. We're going to go straight from the game. Yeah, perfect. They were like, ah, oh, what time should we do it? I was like, last pitch. Five, uh, right, four thirty-five. yeah. Right, it's late spring training, seventh inning. Yeah, good chance we're we'll leaving early. Whenever right. they stop serving the all-you-can-drink. I can't promise this to anyone. I'm not committing to this. Maybe we're bringing a batting cage and bringing it in the parking lot of the bar. You want to get ripped? <laughs> and play in a batting cage that's tossing apples. It's to like you. my
2: dream. This is my dream. Let's
1: go. Follow Nick on Twitter at NKirby Follow the show at Georgia's Box Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me at JJ from the Bronx. If you can get us hooked up in Tampa, slide in my DMs. I'm excited for this season, man. They're gonna be when we talk next week, they're gonna be grown men playing catch in shorts and t-shirts in Florida, and I love that. It's my favorite day of the year. Grainy pictures of him on Twitter. I can't yeah. wait. I'm looking at my Oh, jobs. my God. One pit, one pitch from 700 yards away oh. on, like – Through a fence. Th- Through a fence yep. on an iPhone 6 because reporters don't make a lot of money, <laughs> and it's like grainy-ass Brian Hoke. Yeah. I, I should stop using him as a reference. He follows me. He's a nice guy, but – He's the guy I saw. It was just, he was wearing an awful shirt. I felt bad. It looked like he was going bowling. Big day for them tomorrow of taking pictures, by the <laughs> way. Big <laughs> picture day. If you're listening to this tomorrow, the day it comes out, big picture day. Hey, this has been a good time. Nick will be here every week. I'll be here every week. We're very excited. If Nick does a bad job, I'll just go make him go put together John Boyce furniture. <laughs> we'll see you at the parade.